All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. Uh, today we are back and excited to talk about big continuity breaks in film franchises. Uh, so Aurora and I wanted to talk about this. We've been watching a lot of different, um, you know, movies uh, the, the last few, the last week actually, uh, since the last podcast, and um, you know, we ran across some different things, questionable things in movies, stuff like that. Uh, if you look at movies in general, there's definitely some continuity issues every now and then in just movies. But the bigger issues that happen are with film franchises. So we're going to break that down a little bit, talk about some of the bigger film franchises that have some continuity issues, and, and kind of talk about it. Now, um, for those of you who don't know, are not aware, continuity uh, errors are mainly... They're mainly created due to uh, being lazy, not looking over uh, the correct uh, amount of information from previous films, uh, not sticking to them, changing of uh, directors, things like that. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, uh, continuity issues are challenges that happen for the, the uh, overall storyline Essentially, that's what continuity is, right? It's content. It's the content that plays within that same storyline, that same universe, timeline. Uh, that That is a continuity. So, an example of this um, would be the Spider-Mans, right? So, the Spider-Man movies are now about to become the same continuity as the Tom Holland one. So the Tobey Maguire film franchise with Spider-Man is about to become the same type of continuity as the Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So they'll have to make sure they don't mess up any of the errors in the timeline from those f former franchise movies uh, as far as you know, giving background stories, bringing characters back who possibly died, that type of thing. That will mess up content, uh, the continuity. So essentially, you don't want to... In, in you know sequel films, you don't want to mess up the backstory or give an explanation to something uh, that would take away from the timeline or be impossible to happen or be in error of previous details that were told in the film before. So uh, this happens pretty frequently. Uh, like we said, you know if you change directors, change production uh, companies, things like that, that that's going to be a big reason. Um, changing directors, producers, that type of thing for your movies can easily make that happen because if someone directed the film previously, they're going to be all up to date. They're going to remember everything from that previous film because they directed it. Now, if you change directors, then they're not going to. They're going to have to go back, rewatch, and try to remember every bit of substance from that film. And there's plenty of times that they may even do this and they just don't pick up on all the content. So, with that being said, um, we'll jump into this here uh, with some continuity issues. Uh, starting off uh, with some of the you know top franchises that, that we've seen these from. Obviously, there's plenty that we could go into. But we're talking about the main ones that we focus on here on the podcast as far as franchises and things like that. Uh, and these things definitely hurt franchises as it goes on. Because it does ruin the quality of the entire series, uh, not just the film that they messed up the continuity correct so we'll see we'll see this uh in these films as we talk about it first up we're talking about the x-men franchise okay now this franchise spanned spanned over many many years 
and started off with Fox, who created the franchise, started off the franchise before Disney owned the rights to it. Um, they produced multiple films. And the the first series of films uh, kind of led up to X-Men Origins Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverine took place in the same timeline, same continuity as the original three films. Now, there are definite continuity issues within X-Men Origins Wolverine. Because like I said, it's supposed to match up with the previous films. And yes, they went in and did time travel. Essentially to try and fix some of the continuity issues. And they didn't really fix it. They more so made it worse in a way. Because you could have fixed it. You should have fixed it. And they actually didn't fix it. Which makes it worse. That, oh, we're trying to fix the continuity. So we're going to throw time travel into this. And that's the reason why. But that doesn't fix it, guys. So essentially what I mean by this. If you haven't seen the films. First three films take place all together in the same continuity span. Then there are three new films starting off with X-Men First Class. And then you have X-Men Apocalypse, X-Men Dark Phoenix, right? Those three films uh, took place on a different timeline after uh, the movie X-Men Days of Futures Past. So essentially, Days of Futures Past changes the entire timeline. And then they retell life and the story of the X-Men after... Uh, that that um, timeline change, right? When they changed the, the time frame. When they changed the past. But either way, there's issues with X-Men Origins Wolverine. Because in neither of them, there are things that shouldn't have happened. Uh, that, that should not be there and shouldn't be a part of this continuity. Uh, first off is Sabretooth, Sabretooth and Wolverine and their relationship. Uh, it was brought together in X-Men Origins Wolverine that uh, Sabretooth and Wolverine were brothers. And Sabretooth was immortal. I don't understand this. Uh, you know, Sabretooth does have a healing factor uh, in Marvel Comics, but it is nothing like Wolverine's. And so they're, they're not brothers. This is something that they threw together, I guess, to create a better storyline for X-Men Origins Wolverine. But uh, really, if you think about it from a continuity standpoint, this does not line up. Because even when time was changed, they didn't go back before these two were born. So changing it and making them brothers isn't possible to have changed if you went back in time. You can only change things that you that happen after the time that you went back to. So not before. And this would have had to have changed way like a long time in the future, in the past, because, uh, you know, X-Men Origins Wolverine shows these guys fighting in the Vietnam War. They show these guys fighting in, um, you know, different wars throughout American history, and so they're very, very old. Uh, and and the <laughs> timeline that was introduced in X-Men Days of Futures Past, as far as when they went back in time, did not showcase them. It did not showcase Sabretooth and Wolverine uh, not being born yet. It did not go that far back in time. So this is definitely a continuity issue. It's a uh, issue with thinking about how time travel works, thinking about how to fix things with your continuity with time travel. They definitely missed this. Um, it was something thrown in there, thrown together, that did not fit at all with what had been set up in the previous films. Uh, Sabretooth didn't look the way he was supposed to look to. Uh, didn't, didn't look the way he was supposed to look uh, based on the first three films. And then in the X-Men... or um, Days of Futures, not Days of Futures Past, X-Men 
first class and, and those films that came after, obviously they took place much, much, um, much earlier than the, um, you know, Phoenix saga took place than the, than the, the first three films took place. Um, so, so there, there's no reason that this would make sense. And saber is not really a part of the other three films, the newer three films. <sighs> So this was definitely a continuity issue that they messed up there. I, I don't understand why, but they had to go and do this to, I guess, make it more appealing of a movie, create more of a backstory and a unique tie between those two characters. I don't think they really need to do that. I think there's plenty of ways to get around it. And they just threw this in for some reason, and it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work with the timeline. It doesn't work with the continuity. Continuing on that is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Another one would be Wade Wilson's introduction as Deadpool. Okay, <laughs> guys, Wade Wilson's introduction as Deadpool was, it was awful. He was butchered and turned into a freak in that movie. Uh, so, I, I mean, that, it's definitely frustrating uh, with Wade Wilson being introduced as Deadpool. Um, butchered into that, you know, into a freak and everything. I mean, that, uh, that, that was definitely really frustrating for a lot of Deadpool fans. Um regardless of the time travel regardless of what happened there wade wilson would not have there there's no reason that wade wilson would have been impacted and affected the way that he was um you know it was it was brought forth that you know he was just a completely a different person uh it, within these timelines and i just there's Yes, it could be explained by the time travel, but it really shouldn't be explained by the time travel because no one wanted to see that version of Deadpool. That was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, Deadpool got some of his abilities and uh, things because of the treatment that he went through, and it, it scarred him and it changed him and things like that. That did not happen in X-Men Origins Wolverine. It was all surgically done. So... Uh, definitely continuity issues with that next is again with the x-men franchise uh professor xavier and mystique's relationship they're supposed to be basically brother and sister adopted brother and sister um that relationship was not there at all in the first three films uh this did not appear it was not a part of anything uh within that continuity and then all of a sudden when x-men uh first class came along they said, oh, we're going to make them to be siblings um, from uh, adopted siblings. And uh, this this does not make any sense. It really doesn't because at the time period that they would have become brother and sister, this was prior to them both growing up. This is when they were both little kids. And if you watch Days of Future Past, when they went back in time, it was still a time that Charles Xavier was an adult. He was in... Uh, he was... Uh, he he was still an adult, yeah. I mean, he was still running the Xavier School and things like that when they went back in time, when Wolverine went back in time. You know, um, Magneto was, was an adult and everything. So, it, again, this is something that the time travel doesn't fix it. It doesn't fix it. All it does is make it worse that you didn't pay enough attention to use time travel to fix these issues. So, you know, three different strikes right there with x-men and i'm sure there's some more that we're not 
we're not even thinking about here. I mean, I can tell you off the bat, um, there are two different characters of different people. You know, Emma Frost, there's two different Emma Frosts that are shown in the two different film franchises. And, you know, there's there's various versions of Jubilee and, and things like that. So, again, these are things that shouldn't necessarily have changed based on the time travel. If you look at the characters and where the characters, you know, when the characters were alive and when things took place with them, you know, Emma Frost wouldn't have changed like that. So, definitely very frustrating there. Moving on past the X-Men franchise, we'll get we'll get moving on past there, enough time on them, is the Terminator franchise. Guys, there's, there's plenty to discuss about this because it really gets into time travel, and it really gets into the debate of time travel. And we can go on and on about this. We could spend an entire episode talking about time travel, talking about the rules of time travel, talking about, you know, what the theories are and, you know, what the things people set up in place. Uh, but essentially, if you don't stick to your rules, if you change them every single movie, that's what happens with Terminator franchise. For the first four films, they really stuck to they they really stuck to the they stuck to the timeline. They stuck to the rules in understanding. Can you actually change the future or can you not? They stuck to one rule and they kept it that way. After the fourth film, they abandoned this. And all of a sudden they started making like films left and right for a little while there. And every one of them, I didn't appreciate them. I don't think they turned out all that well. And I think it was just some money grabs on the franchise. Uh, you know, before Arnold Schwarzenegger got too old to, to be in the films. And uh, yeah, it's definitely frustrating to see that because... They kept the same continuity as far as their rules that they had set up for time travel. And then they completely changed it. So that that's the challenge that you have there uh, is, is just how they maintain their rules of time travel or lack of maintaining their, their rules for time travel. Um, so yeah, like I said, we could spend an entire episode talking about time travel and the thoughts and theories when it relates to movies and uh, you know film in general, but uh, you know we're not gonna spend all that much time talking about it here because we gotta get on to the next one, right? So moving on quickly here, we'll get with the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, there are definitely a few continuity issues when it relates to this franchise. Uh, however, the one that we're mainly gonna focus on here is uh, Brian and Rome's relationship. So, Roman Pierce and Brian in Fast and Furious 2, okay, Too Fast, Too Furious, which is one of my favorite movies out of the franchise, really. Um, it was it was told that Roman Pierce and Brian were childhood friends. They grew up together. They were, you know, friends ever since they were little kids. And it was, it was told that way, point blank, that was the situation. Now, later on in the films... <laughs> Uh, it, it came out that uh, the new story was that uh, Brian and Rome met in uh, juvenile, uh, uh, juvenile, like juvie, okay? So they met in juvie. And uh, guys, that doesn't match up. That doesn't match up with what they said. So um, like th these are just the little things, like I said, that, that are so frustrating. 
you don't understand why it has to happen, why they have to mess these things up, especially when it's something that doesn't change the story. It doesn't change the plot. It, it doesn't keep you from getting to where you want to get with the film. And so that's that's the big problem that we have with a lot of this is it's not worth breaking continuity to to do it. It's just not worth it at all. And so it's definitely frustrating when you see something like this because it doesn't it doesn't change the film. It doesn't change the plot. It's just something that they messed up on. Like seriously, guys, come on. You're putting millions of dollars into these movies. You can't get it right. Like I, I just don't understand that, especially when you have people that watch it for the first time and they're big fans, and they, you know, they watch it and they're like, "You messed up there," and they know it right off the bat. Like, how do you not when you're their director? Ah, <sighs> whatever. Next up, we'll talk about the Fantastic Beasts Harry Potter franchise. Okay, now there's a few continuity issues with this, however. Um, some of them could end up getting fixed and things like that over time. So we will wait for that. However, um, the one that we are going to focus on that they have messed up on, uh, that we know they've messed up on is Professor McGonagall. Uh, she is actually shown in the Fantastic Beast franchise as a professor at the school and a young professor at the school. But still a professor at the school, which means you're an adult at that point if you're a professor at this established school. So she is a professor, a young professor, but professor nonetheless. And at the time that that took place in Fantastic Beasts, that that time travel back, she would have, (laughs) it took place eight years after, after she like it, it took place eight years before she was born okay before she was born so Professor McGonagall based on the history that we know from Harry Potter based on things that were said things that were in the books <laughs> she is not even born at the time that she appears in Fantastic Beasts. So the only way that this is explained, the only way that this can be explained, is if for whatever reason that that's her mother working at the school. The only reason that it could be explained. And I don't think they're going to do that. That's the only way it could be explained. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't see it. Definitely messed up that continuity issue and many of us when watching it caught that and it definitely pulled us out of the movie like it it pulled me out of it for sure I was like wait a second that it's not possible okay unless she's like 100 180 years old at the time of Harry Potter plus I knew she was born after that time period so it was like she wasn't even born yet so this is definitely weird so definitely a big continuity issue there something that Again, they can fix if they say, oh, it was her mom or whatever, but they're not going to, and we know that. Uh, So, anyway, moving on from Fantastic Beasts, Harry Potter franchise. I know y'all are fans, don't like us hating on it at all, but that's definitely a continuity issue that they messed up on. Last but not least, 
is the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. This franchise actually did a really good job of not messing up continuity as they progressed until they got to the fifth film. Okay, Now, the reason I say they did a good job is because when they first did the film, they weren't expecting to do a sequel. They weren't expecting to do a, a, a series, uh, make it a film franchise. They were not expecting to do this at all. Okay, and the fact that they did without planning it and not mess up until the fifth one, that's a pretty good job. But still, what they messed up on the fifth is inexcusable <sighs> because it wasn't even in the first film that it was introduced. It's okay, I'll jump into it. Sorry, anyway, in the second film of the franchise, it is shown. It is told that, is it the second or third film? But in the second or third film, it is shown that Calypso, the sea goddess, is the one that gave Jack Sparrow his compass. She is the one that gave him the compass. And then in the fifth movie, it is done with a flashback that Jack Sparrow attained the compass from a for the former captain that he had of a ship when he was a young younger boy. Guys, that makes no sense. You are making the story. It's not coming from a book. It's not something that was pre written or preordained. Like you came up with all this content. Like you're I just don't understand how you messed that up. It's a part of the story that you created and you messed up on it. Like, ugh. So frustrating. So frustrating. So that definitely was upsetting. I was like, are you kidding me? This makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. Now, the other thing with Pirates of the Caribbean, second, second continuity issue, is it says that Captain Salazar, in the fifth movie, wiped out all pirate crews except for Jack Sparrow's at the time that he was given the compass, right? Well, this makes absolutely no sense because Jack Sparrow is a young boy at this time, first time that he ever became a captain, and this would mean that all other pirate crews and pirate ships were wiped out, meaning the Brethren Court would have been wiped out. So how is the pirate court or the pirate the brethren court around in at World's End, the third movie? How is it they're still in existence? Because apparently they were all killed by Captain Salazar. So again, guys, it's continuity that is messed up. It doesn't make sense and it sucks. It's a really great movie. I, I enjoyed the fifth one. I thought it was pretty good. But the things that they messed up on the ways that they threw different things into play to make continuity stick or make something uh, work with the story they wanted definitely was frustrating. It was definitely frustrating. So uh, that that was something that we had to kind of had to deal with with the fifth one, and it's things that were forced, and I don't think they needed to go that route. They could have done things differently. They didn't need to add the compass thing. They, they didn't need to add any of that. I mean, he could have gave him a hat for, for crying out loud instead of a compass, like whatever. So 
that that was definitely upsetting to see that they messed that up at the end of the franchise. But they're rebooting it now, and who knows? Hopefully they don't make that mistake again. But anyway, that's what we will uh, wrap it up with, guys, uh, when it comes to big continuity breaks in film franchises. So uh, what did you guys think? Are there other continuity issues that you guys see that were broken in film franchises? If so, reach out. Let us know. These are the big ones that we wanted to talk about today, uh, but I'm sure there's plenty of other ones out there. And again, feel free to like, share, subscribe, uh, send it over to your friends, things like that, so other people can enjoy the content. Our Facebook emails below. Reach out. Let us know what we can do to make things entertaining. And with that being said, thank you, guys. We'll see you next week.